Hey, and welcome to the Happiness Project Podcast, where we are all about taking action to living our happiest lives. My name is JC, and I am obsessed with giving you tools to help you take you from where you are now to where and who you want to be. In this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share stories, tips, and tricks to help you truly live your happiest life. I don't promise to have all the answers, but as a once beat down, burned out teacher, I am passionate about helping you find yours. Let's do the dang thing. Hi, and welcome back. I just want to thank you for being here. I feel like I should start off every podcast (laughs) thanking you for being here, for listening, just for letting me be a small space in your head. That is just, that's awesome. That means more to me than you'll ever know. But to get into today's topic, we are going to talk about the five things that you need to stop doing like yesterday. (laughs) And by yesterday, I mean right now, ASAP. And some of these I still struggle with, and some of these I don't struggle with at all. But I really think that these five things are the things that really can prevent you from doing whatever you want to do, being whoever you want to be, you know, just truly living your happiest and healthiest life because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. So let's get into it. Num- oh, by the way, these are in no particular order. Like this isn't the most important to the least important. This is just all of them are important. Okay. So number one, comparing yourself. We hear this all of the time. Stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing yourself. And in a world full of social media and full of just things in your face, how do you really stop comparing yourself, right? I truly think that starts with gratitude, in my opinion, or at least that's what's helped with me, is when I focus on the good in my life, or even if, let's just say you're comparing yourself body-wise, if I focus on the good in my body, or in my journey, or in whatever it is that I'm comparing myself in, in, I really focus on gratitude and find the good that I have. And that really makes me not compare myself to others. And I know that that seems like, oh, so simple. But if I can just stay in line with my goals and what I'm working towards, I always remember too, you know, we just see a small percentage of people's lives. And we think, because we see the small percentage that, It's maybe a life that we want to live or it's a body that we want to have or or money that we want to have. But you don't realize that every single person we know is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. So even though that the Instagram might look perfect or, you know, their post on Facebook might be just ideal, you have to remember that everyone struggles with their own battles. And that's why it's so important not to compare yourself because even though you might want the life that someone's living, you might not really want it if you actually knew what it was like. Or even the body, maybe it's not, maybe what you see is something that's really unhealthy. Or maybe a body that you see is really truly something that someone's worked really hard for. And you can have that, but you should want your own body to be healthy, right? The one that you have, because your body is never going to be like somebody else's, never. So we should stop wishing, obviously, for that. But just comparison in general, you have to find the good in your life and in in your circumstances. You have to find the good because that's how it's going to get better. And that's how you can really align yourself with you and not with other people. So I hope that that helps. I know that that was kind of all over the place, but that's what I got. Number two, taking time for granted. Oh, this one's like, I could go on and on and on about this one because 
I talk to a lot of women a day and I hear this all of the time. Well, you know, maybe when my busy season calms down or maybe after this month, I will be able to focus on my health. We totally take time for granted. We think that we're guaranteed an hour from now. (laughs) We really think that we're guaranteed these months. We think we're guaranteed these years. If you had somebody who could come and tell you, hey, if you don't do this in a month, you're going to get cancer or in a month, you're going to die. What would you do? You would do the dang thing, right? If that meant focusing on your health or focusing on your mindset, if you were told you need to focus on your health or you're going to die in a month, what would you do? right? You would focus on it. That's why we have to stop thinking of health and fitness and mindset and just overall um, health, like overall health. We have to quit taking it for granted. Like we, it's a choice and that we have a choice of whether we want to put time towards it or we don't. It's a total obligation, in my opinion. Your mindset, the way that you handle your health and your fitness, the way that you handle your mindset, the way that you care for it, all of the above is a total obligation to yourself. And we have to quit taking time for granted. Now, on the flip side, time for granted too, you know, take the trip. If there's a trip that you want to do, start figuring out how to save for it. Or if there is maybe a friend that you've been meaning to call, do that. We think that we have all this time. Again, next week when it's not so busy, I will call my friend. And then what happens if your friend dies? Or what happens if you die, right? And I don't mean to get really dark and black and and creepy here, but I just really want you to understand that time is not guaranteed. So if there's something on your heart, whether that's health and fitness, whether that's a relationship, whether that's just something that you've been putting off because you've been too busy, I want you to remember this really simple thing. You are not guaranteed time. Nobody is guaranteed time. So stop treating it as if it were promised to you because it's not. Number three, Mm, this one applies to me, overthinking. Yep, this one's a hard one. I wish I had like an end all, meets all. If you have that, could you please share it with me? Because I am the world's most chronic overthinker, I think. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I just love to overthink every situation. And I've gotten really better over the years, but there's certain things that I still overthink. I'll question myself or I'll question my intuition and my gut. Or, you know, I'll think that, oh my gosh, they probably think that I'm, and you know, really that person's not thinking about me at all, right? So it's just overthinking is a hard one. And the only advice that I can really give on this one is to just remember this simple quote that has helped me. If it isn't going to matter in five years, it should not take space in your brain for five minutes. And that has helped me a ton. But I still struggle with this. I don't, like I said, there's no end all for this for me yet. So if you have that, please share. But I hope that helps. Number four, putting yourself down. Oh my gosh, I could talk about this for a whole episode. Because, you know, there, I feel like everybody on this planet, there's something that they, or you, I should say, want to achieve in your lifetime. And you have to be your biggest cheerleader. You cannot have, you know, your, your partner, your husband, your wife, your spouse, they cannot be your biggest cheerleader. You have to be your own biggest cheerleader because you are the only one who is going to put in the work for those goals. 
No one's going to do it for you, right? So you don't have time to be putting yourself down. If you have a weight loss goal, you don't have time to sit there in front of the mirror and tell you how worthless you are or how ugly you are. You don't have time for that, sis. You do not have time for that. You need to instead spend time cheering yourself on like, oh my gosh, I might not look or feel how I want to feel right now, but you better believe that I'm putting in the work to get there. You better believe that I'm worthy of these goals. You do not have time to be your own worst enemy. And the more time that you are your own worst enemy, I have found in my experience, is the more time you're relying on other people to validate you. And that's just a recipe for disaster because it does not matter what other people think of you. Even though I know we think it does, I know we think that... Uh, It should matter what our spouse thinks. It should matter what our family thinks. And don't get me wrong, that's important to an extent. But when it's to the point that that is like the thing you are clinging onto for dear life, it is literally ruining you because you have to celebrate you. No one at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day is ever going to want your life or want your goals more than you are. So if you're relying on somebody to fight for you, that somebody has to be you. That somebody has to be everything inside of you that just tells yourself that you're worth it. And like I said, I could ramble, ramble, ramble on this because it took me a long time. I would say like in my early 20s. So if you don't know, I'm in my early 30s. Now I'm 31. But in my early 20s, I always thought that happiness came from like friends or from Josh or from my family, right? But true happiness comes from me. And I don't have time to be putting myself down and to be my own worst enemy. I need to be my best friend. I need to be my own best friend because it's me who's going to get through those hard days. It's me who's going to get through those struggles. It's me who's going to accomplish those goals. None of those other people are going to do it. So just remember that, that you need you to be your best friend. And that starts with telling yourself affirmations. And I know a lot of people roll their eyes to that. They're like, seriously, like I I am loved. I am beautiful. But it is so important to sit there and be like, you know what? No, JC, you are a badass. You are worthy of this. You will accomplish this because you are not going to take no for an answer. And just hyping your own damn self up, right? Can I get an amen? A freaking men. So stop doing that. Start being your own cheerleader and your own best friend. Start doing it. Number five, toxic people. Okay, I should never sing again. Um, toxic people. Yeah. Mm, I don't know how else to put this. Like, if you have friends or family that is constantly putting you down or making fun of you, or you just feel like it requires more energy to be their friend or to be in their life, than you want, that is your sign. And, you know, my mom and I argue on this. So sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, my mom always says, you know, well, you know, they're blood, they're family. So at the end of the day, we still have to love them. And I kind of disagree with that. Um, And I know she's going to totally scold me if she listens to this. But I disagree with that because your family, just because you are blood related or you share, share the same bloodline, does not mean they get a free pass to be a toxic person in your life. They don't get a free pass to bully you. They don't get a free pass to put you down. They don't get a free pass to be totally narcissistic or any of that. They don't get that free pass just because they are blood. That's a load of S-H-I-T. That's a load of it. So please understand that if you're struggling with that of whether to cut ties with family members I always say this you don't need to wish harm on them you don't need to do anything negative because that's not right either but you can bless and release and I have learned that 
as I've gotten older that I don't have to just because their family doesn't mean that I have to take that so I can bless and release you. I don't wish anything bad on you, but you don't get a corner into my life. You don't get a corner into my space, um, especially if it, it involves negativity. You just don't get that. And the same goes for friends, right? Just because you've been friends with them since you're five, doesn't mean that they get to be a negative piece in your life or you know it just because they you work with them or and you're you become really good friends with them doesn't mean they get that space in your life to be negative that's not how it works and I know that family and friends are the hardest to cut ties with but you have to think about it this when people say like you need to just cut ties with them it doesn't mean that you go from completely like talking to them every day to just being like boop silent treatment like that that that's not how it works what happens is you can respectively tell them um you know I don't appreciate the negativity I just need a little space you can say things like that or you can just slowly wean yourself out of it if they ask you to do something or ask you to go somewhere you can just kindly decline and you can just kind of let that relationship wean on its own in a healthy way uh, instead of just obviously like I said the silent treatment or making things awkward Um, you don't have to make it this big scene it can just be something as simple as just weaning them out of your life right Um, and I know that sounds really (laughs) that might sound like really vulgar to some of you or maybe even bad but it's so important that you are protecting the space between your own ears. This goes back to even overthinking or putting yourself down. This goes back to all of it. You don't have the time promised or guaranteed to allow negativity to come into your life. You don't have that time. You don't have that luxury. You have to be your biggest cheerleader. You have to be your biggest support and the people around you have to be on that same page with you. Now, That doesn't mean that people don't make mistakes. That doesn't mean that you don't get to make mistakes, right? Mistakes are 100% a normal thing, 100% normal. But if this is constantly reoccurring, it's time to change something and it's time to quit telling ourselves that it's normal or that, you know, we have all the time in the world or, you know, when I'm when I'm not busy or whatever, all those things, it's time to just totally separate that and to really start living the best you that you possibly can. So just a little recap, five things to stop doing, stop comparing yourself, stop taking time for granted, stop overthinking, stop putting yourself down and stop the toxic people. And by stop, I mean remove or don't let them into your life at all in the first place. And I really truly have found that these five areas are a huge factor when it comes to success. Um, And not just, again, and not just success in wealth. I just mean happy, healthy, your best life. The most success has come from these five things. So if you can actively work on letting these five things become a superpower, holy crap, could you imagine where you could be a month from now or even a year from now? Holy crap, right? Holy crap. Okay. So that's all I have for you today. I would love to know what you think of this. Again, if no one has ever told you this or haven't told you this recently, I am so flipping proud of you. I will always be proud of you. I will always be in your corner. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or post it on social media and take me in it so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I'm so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.